Listen to more episodes of this podcast earlier than everybody else and ad-free when you sign up for Nebula, the creator-owned streaming service that's audience-supported, featuring more than 130 top-tier educational creators focusing on making content for you and not for an algorithm. Sign up for Nebula by clicking on the link in the description or go to nebula.tv slash conversations with Joe to support the podcast and get more eye-opening content. Here's something Google knows about me. If I see a YouTube video with the Model 3 in the thumbnail, I click that thumbnail. As I explained in today's video, I've been a fan of Tesla for 15 years now. So it's no surprise that I became a follower of the channel Teslanomics, and super cool that over the last year I've gotten to know Ben, the host of Teslanomics. We did a collaboration and interview back in the day, but recently I went out to Palm Springs for a YouTube event, and Ben actually drove up from San Diego, that's a two-hour drive, to hang out and collaborate together. And the cherry on top, he brought his Model 3 and let me drive it. While driving around Palm Springs in his car, he set up cameras in the car and we took the opportunity to interview each other for our channels. It was 105 degrees that day. It was so hot that the cameras kept overheating, but you can see the results of what we were able to capture on the YouTube channel today. But here I wanted to share the audio of the interview we conducted. Obviously we recorded this in his car while driving, so there's a bit of road noise, but it shouldn't be too distracting. I want to thank Ben again for coming up and hanging out. I got to be honest, if I have to drive 30 minutes to see someone, I consider that an ordeal. So I really, it really means a lot to me that he made that effort. But with that, I'll jump right into this. Please enjoy this video with Ben Sullins. Let's do it. Okay. So I'm driving back to the hotel. This is telling me where to go. Oh, I got to put it into the drive thing. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Okay. So let's just jump into talking, talking Tesla, talk shop stuff. I can, I can speak. Okay. I use word good. Um, <laughs> so the thing that I've always liked about your channel is you don't come from it, come at it from a Tesla fanboy stroking Elon Musk perspective, although there might be a little bit of that going on. But he, he deserves it from time to time. Sure, yeah. But yeah. You, you do it from a data standpoint. That's your background is you're a data scientist. And I um, need mm -hmm. to turn right here. Yeah, yeah turn right. Um, and so I... <laughs> It's not like Google Alerts, but on my little Google app, I'm going to be extra careful because I'm talking. Um, I'm always seeing these really down Tesla stories and how they're falling apart and they're going bankrupt and the whole thing is just, you yeah. know, it's a disaster. And then I go and watch your channel and you actually put all the numbers together and say, no, it's actually not yeah. a disaster. They really <laughs> yeah. are going to probably be profitable this year. Yeah. You know, here is a realistic ramp up that they're doing on the Model 3. And it's a nice salve for me. Nice. <laughs> well, well, you're welcome. <laughs> but but I, I thought maybe you could talk a little bit about like the perception versus the reality when it yeah. comes to Tesla and the numbers and that kind of thing. Well, the the whole theme of the channel is that you know you free the data and your mind will follow, right? And that's kind of what what the the idea is because uh, journalists aren't necessarily versed in how to use data um, to tell stories. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. So it's one of those things where. Um, and, and you know, data scientists aren't often versed in how to make videos and that are engaging and informative. So I'm trying to like cross those two boundaries of like covering something, but using the data to tell the story instead of my own opinion or individual anecdotes, which is kind of what you see a lot of. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the nature of it, you know. And so sometimes it's a great story, and and you look at you know some negative piece and then you look at the actual numbers and you go look that was basically a hit piece mm -hmm. that was meant to get views you know the definition <clears throat> of clickbait um not in the good kind of clickbait but the bad kind of clickbait and so 
Is uh, a good kind? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I guess I do it too. So the, the good kind of clickbait tangents uh, <laughs> is is when you have a, a really interesting, elusive title, and then you deliver on it. It's real, you know? I, yeah, I agree with you completely. Yeah, like, it, it's like, holy crap, you see that, and you're like, you have to watch it, and then you're like, oh, okay, it's a real thing. Yeah. You know? No, nobody minds clickbait if the content is... If it delivers. If it delivers. Yeah, it's only when it's completely false or based yeah. on whatever. So so that's the idea, right? I, I want to understand, because there are a few companies... The reason I'm, I'm, I'm in love with Tesla is because... They're, like I've been in the digital high tech space for so long, mm -hmm. I am so disenchanted with better ways to take selfies. I don't care, <laughs> you know. That's not going to change the world. I mean, maybe some people's world, but in general, I think there are bigger, more important, right. tangible things to work on. And there are few people in the world, other than Elon Musk, that are really making great strides. So, at times, he deserves some praise and credit. Yeah. At other times. He, he deserves some criticism and I try to I try to balance that you know and I try to focus on the numbers because I think those are the things like I don't care what people's opinions are generally I care what the data shows yeah. um, and so that's what I focus on yeah, yeah that's the idea so th there are a lot of hit pieces out there th there's some things that Elon does that I'm I'm not so great about uh, mm -hmm. you know, the, the way the, the factory workers are being treated is not uh, I'm with you yeah it's not encouraging uh, but I think when you get these like highly driven, motivated, world changer people, they're like, it's all about changing the world, and you have to be in on that mission. And if you're not, then get out. You know. So I think that's probably where he's coming from there. Not not as a defense. I'm just saying. Yeah. But uh, but no, like I, I think of CNBC <laughs> cannot help but bash Elon Musk. Right. Um, there's a couple of examples here. I, I saw, and you talk about clickbait. Um, I saw a clip of Jay Leno, had Jay Leno's face, his mm -hmm. giant head, and, uh, you know, he's Mr. Car Guy and all that kind of stuff, and it said, why Jay Leno felt like an idiot when he bought a Tesla. <laughs> and then I watched it, and the story was, um, he actually met Elon Musk somewhere, uh -huh. and they, you know, he was like, yeah, I really like the, yeah, I really like this Tesla, I'm doing my Jay Leno. Uh, he was talking about how much he liked the Teslas and how he would, you know, and Elon was like, well, if you ever want one, call me up and we'll, we'll make it happen. Right. And so he sat on it for a few weeks and then decided, you know what, I'm going to call up Elon Musk. So he called him. I don't think Jay Leno can not buy a car like right. that. Like, he just is so... Yeah. Yeah. No, he wants the freebie from Elon. Right. But, but no, so he called up Elon, and uh, Elon was in China at the time, and it was night. So it was the middle of the night, and he felt like an idiot for calling him. Oh, that, that was why he felt like an idiot. That was why he felt like an idiot. And then uh, he went on to talk about how much he loved the car. But the headline, yeah, yeah. the title of that video from CNBC right. said that's why he, yeah. Yeah, it's irresponsible. It, it's it's so lame. Um, yeah. I, I understand that people are not interested in the actual boring, mundane, normal things. And so you, the stories need to have some sort of edge to them. Otherwise, they're not interesting and people won't watch them or people won't click on them or read them or whatever. Yeah. But that's just making shit up, you know? Yeah, and, and it's uh, um, disingenuous. It's yeah. Not, it, yeah. And, and so, uh, you, funny you mentioned Jay Leno. I just watched his review because he used to have a show. Uh, yeah. I forget what it's called, like Jay's Garage or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And, um, and he drove the Model S with Franz, the chief designer. Um, and he like, basically... Like everybody gets to do. Yeah, right. Right, uh, which he basically had nothing but great things to say about it. So I've heard people too, like, oh, Jay Leno hates Tesla. But everything I've seen about it shows, like, J Jay Leno to me is one of those guys that 
almost like a, a great musician loves all music. Jay Leno was like loves yeah. all cars. Yeah. He truly does. You know, and like, the nuances about each one of them. Yeah, like yeah. they're all interesting to him, yeah. right? Because he's he's a, an enthusiast. Uh, yeah. Uh, another one that I saw, and I don't remember if this was from CNBC or what, but I was they were talking about it on some news show, and um, they were talking about something about the range or something in the Model S, and the guy basically wrapped up his anti-Tesla argument by saying, so, I mean, you know, around town it might be one thing, but if you're ever driving across the Sahara, you, you'd be screwed. <laughs> and I was like, is that the is that the level we're going for here? Right, like, right. I I'm in this. Uh, give me a camel. I want. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess if I'm ever in the Sahara, I'll need to get a Jeep instead. You know? Which, which there's actually an amazing video of a guy driving a Model X on the on the dunes in Sahara, oh. just ripping them and like having <laughs> so much fun. Uh, um, yeah, no, it, it, it's one of those things. Like people, but they hold them to that standard that they just would they would never say that about a Chevy. Right. You know, well, right. you take a Chevy to the Sahara. Well, you might as well just forget about it. <laughs> you know, nobody would ever say that, but they do that with Tesla. We were talking earlier about how every time there's a Tesla accident, it's nationwide news. Yeah. No other car company gets that kind of scrutiny. Right. Um, but at the same time, there's also a lot of people who. Um, who are anti, I don't want to say anti-Tesla, but they like pick apart little things like, there's no perfect solution to anything. There's no perfect right. car. And, and I'm, I'm, you know, lined up to get one of these and I know full well, there's going to be some things about it that are probably less than what I really want. But that's true of the car that I have now. That's true of every car I've ever had. Right. But there are people that, that get in there and they do Tesla reviews and they're like, well, it doesn't have this one little thing. It's like, well, okay, so it doesn't have that one little thing. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, people love uh, iPhones. Um, and it can't do half the things that a lot of Samsung phones can do, yeah. you know, or, you know, it will in five years or something and Apple will somehow <laughs> right. market that product, that feature as a new thing that yeah. they invented, right? I mean, everything, yeah, it's always a trade-off, right? And it, one of the interesting things to bring up what you're saying there is, uh, Porsche is unveiling or they have created a 350 kilowatt, uh, charger. 350 kilowatts is the speed at which it charges. A Tesla supercharger, which is the fastest one that really exists or on the market today, usually gets around 100 kilowatts. So we're talking about a 3.5 times uh, uh, faster than a Tesla supercharger. Now, Elon and JB, JB Straubel, the chief technical officer, uh, we talked about this on the earnings call. There's a big trade-off between speed of charging and battery longevity. So if you think about it, and Elon gave a great example, he said, would you rather have a cell phone that charges in five minutes, but it only lasts two hours? Or would you rather have one that lasts two days and it takes an hour to charge? Because the way the battery chemistry works, you can't have one that'll accept a 350 kilowatt hour char kilowatt charge and also last for a week yeah, or 300 miles. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't work that way. Oops. Yeah, it didn't look good. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, th there's a trade-off there, and and yeah, there'll always be sacrifices, and you know, yeah. So I want to just kind of give some impressions here as I'm as I'm driving. First of all, I want to say I was a little bit nervous actually about seeing this car because I've been on a waiting list for this thing for two and a half years now, mm -hmm. and and I've decided this is going to be my next car, and I'm waiting patiently, and you know that's a, that's two and a half years of kind of build-up and watching nothing but YouTube videos and everything. And, and I was like, what if I get in front of this thing and I drive it and it's like, oh God, this isn't what I, uh, you yeah. know. Um, 
but Ben has been kind enough to let me drive. Obviously, I'm doing it now. So, no, no, no. yeah. Um, and, and I have to say, like, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's a super fun car to drive. You, you get that, that Tesla pickup. I'm not a car uh, reviewer, so this is very rudimentary. <laughs> You know, all the feel and the, and the notes and the nose. Yeah, fast versus quick. I get I get in oh. trouble for that one a lot. <laughs> Zero to sixty is quick. Fast is top speed. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, but I don't drive hundred miles an hour anyway, and rarely do I need to get to sixty miles an hour in three seconds. So. But have you done autopilot yet? I haven't. Would no, now be a good time to play with it? Let's do it. Okay, so you just like tap it down twice. Yep, you got it. That's it. Oh, okay. Oh, God. oh my God. <laughs> We're taking a turn right now. But, so it gives you like a minute before you have to put your hand back on the wheel, right? You're fine. Yeah. Don't okay. worry about I'm it. Actually relax. Slow. Nice. Relax, he says. <laughs> As the robot overlords take over the car. It's actually doing pretty so good. So you get used to this, though. I yeah. can definitely see this in stop and go traffic. Yeah, that's ideal. Um, but actually, yeah, it, the thing about getting used to it is that's when you get into danger. You know, Elon's. Yeah, so yeah. Go ahead. Elon talked about that on the earnings call recently as well. That the the accidents you hear about when people are in autopilot is because they've become complacent and expecting it to do too yeah. much. When somebody's brand new to autopilot, they're so nervous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the opposite. There's they're not going to get into an accident on autopilot. Okay, so it's giving me the warning. Yeah. So so give it a little, just kind of a. There you go. Oh, okay. So I was wondering if it had like sensors with. No. It what it wants to do is is feel you give it a little nudge. Okay. Um, and not too much to take it out of autopilot, but not just like nothing. It, it's a really, it took me a little while to get to figure that out. Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm actually going really slow right now. Do I hit that to speed up? Scroll or? wheel up. Oh. Scroll wheel up. Boom. Oh, that's it's awesome. It's restricted to 45. We are going through a dip, so this is going to be okay. good. Oh. Well, that went no problem. <laughs> I, I took it out. Ah, okay. No worries. Well, it was a red light, anyways. Yeah. So that's the thing people so don't would, know would it, either. Would it stop at a red light? No. Oh, okay. All right. No, it is not. You're not supposed to use it on surface streets. Okay. Like we're doing it here, you know, as an example, but um, <laughs> don't don't do what we do. Kids. Definitely not. Yeah. No. It's it's not not good to use it on surface streets, and that's why I get so frustrated when I see all these videos. Like I saw some guy do it through a construction zone, and I'm going, dude. Yeah. Like. Yes, it worked, and congratulations on getting a popular video on YouTube. You could have killed somebody, yeah. and then that would have been a way worse thing for all of us. Yeah. I really find it irresponsible when people do stuff like that. I saw um, somewhere else, was it in Australia? Because it was a, a right yeah. wheel thing, where the guy was just like sitting in the in the Oh, in that the was in the UK. Seat. That was, was in that the UK? UK, yeah. And that was May of last year. That was almost oh, a really? year ago, oh, wow, or it okay. was a year ago. I yeah. saw that recently. Right, because they just, he was in a court case and he got his license oh. suspended for 18 months. Okay, okay. Yeah, but that happened a year ago. That, that But it's those people, like, I don't, I don't want to sound like victim blaming for people who are in accidents or something, but like, if, if you use the, the technology the wrong way and it causes an accident, not only could you hurt yourself, but you're kind of keeping the whole progress of technology down <laughs> because, right. because people become afraid of this yeah. and don't want to use it. Have you seen the um, Super Cruise in the Cadillac? I've heard about it. It uses LiDAR, right? Uh, I don't, it may. The interesting thing about that one is that in the steering wheel, it has these infrared sensors to detect if your eyes are not on the road. 
Right, it has like a, yeah. a face thing. And, 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 and if you're not, if your eyes are not on the road, then it will, it will disengage. I mean, I'm like, cool, but creepy. That's like very creepy. Isn't there a camera in here though? There's one up here, yeah. So uh, yeah, I heard somebody talking about that. Like, are they I was preparing? gonna cover that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's my, okay. here's my concern. If I'm in a car by myself, I'm talking to myself. Uh -huh. Or I'm singing, <laughs> or I'm doing something horribly embarrassing. Uh -huh. Because, you know, there's invincibility shield. Nobody can right. see me being really stupid in my car. Right. Uh, so, so the idea of, of even like voice activation, which I know this has. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Even that creeps me out a little. Right. Um, oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, so the idea behind that, and I think they even put it in the owner's manual is that you will, when this becomes a ride sharing thing and this car is fully autonomous, that will be a uh, kind of dash cam feature. So um, like if, if somebody was in your car, you could be watching them. I, I don't know if you could be watching them. Or at least record it. Well, it, I think it'd be more like if there was an incident or something, or if there was a, uh, yeah, if there was like another thing, like a reason to have footage of what was going on in the car, then they would have it. Um, but I don't think it's something that you would, like who knows, maybe it could be facial recognition to know it's actually you, the person that rented the car. Like it, it's, it's sure. there's so many yeah. applications. I get you. Um, but that's the thinking behind it is that it's more about the Tesla network once that actually yeah. comes out. Well, I have to say like, I, I'm not somebody that goes out and gets the newest iPhone every single time one comes out or the newest whatever. I'm not really that kind of guy. But when yeah. I do get a new phone, I get the newest one. Right. And I get the best one because I want it to be as future proof as possible. I don't want to buy another one for another few years. You know? Right. My current car is 13 years old. <laughs> and whatever my next car is, I would like for it to last at least that long. For sure. And so that's one of the reasons why I am kind of really bullish on the, the Model 3 is it's a very future-proof car. Yeah. And there's so much they can do with over-the-air um, updates and yeah. Um, and like like you said, they they they've installed hardware for things that it can't even do yet. There's a, so many. Yeah. The hardware is is light years ahead of the software, which to me as a guy that's worked in tech for a long time, I don't understand how. <laughs> I can't just hire a thousand developers tomorrow and make this happen versus getting an engineer and designer to come up with the hardware. To me, that seems way more difficult. Um, but yeah, there's like there's little dumb things it doesn't have, like my calendar. You know, oh. my Model S has a calendar app okay. synced with my phone, so when I get in, I can see what, you know, without having to like pull open my phone. Uh. Things like that. Like they're very basic things um, that are just missing, you know? So there is so much more to come in this car. So at some point I want to just open this up and get my reaction on camera. <laughs> yeah, well this is a 50 mile an hour. Well, maybe let this little little yeah. puddle jumper go ahead of you. Just ride up on his ass. <laughs> You're not hybrid enough! <laughs> hybrid, <laughs> damn polluting our environment. Can't believe you. This is a hybrid electric electric car. Yeah. Um, you can right. do it now. Okay, ready? Yeah, go. Alright, a little bit of a curve. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, and they're construction zones, so that's good. Perfect. And this is the slow one. This is the slow Tesla, for the record. Yeah. I raced my, my buddy's Model S. Yeah, it was embarrassing how bad he beat me. <laughs> yeah. Well, just wait till you get your Roadster. I would love to hear your thoughts on yeah. getting, getting that Roadster. Uh, you know, it's still kind of not real. 
it felt very real when I got to ride in it yeah. at the semi event. That was amazing. Uh, worried about taxes. Thankful to everyone that used my referral code. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, in 2025, even though they said 2020, I'm calling it 2025. I'll be very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may be getting a second one, which will be cool. Yeah, you got your, your thing for the... Oh, dude, I, I can't believe I forgot to tell you this. So yeah. uh, I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm doing some home improvements and I had an energy auditor come and look at my house to tell me what kind of stuff I could do to my attic to lower my energy bills and that kind of mm -hmm. thing. And he pulled up... Ooh. Good. I, I have a lowered that. car, it happens. Okay. Um, you can go this way if you want to go park and okay. charge for a second. I need to get um, here in about 10 minutes, but we're good. So the dude, can I go in right here? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, so he pulls up in a Tesla, but like an older one with the old grill. Yeah, right? the nose cone. The nose cone. And so, um, yeah, I, I made a conversation with him about that. I was like, hey, how long have you had your Tesla? And, and he's like, you know, we're, we're talking about it and everything. And I, and I brought up your name. I was like, yeah, there's a buddy of mine that runs a YouTube channel called Teslanomics. He was like, oh, yeah, I love that channel. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. You know that guy? I'm like, oh, yeah, we hang. Well, now that's true. It wasn't yeah, true yeah. before. <laughs> uh, so, uh, no, so you got, you got fans, man. No, man, I'm, I'm grateful for the community uh, embracing me and stuff because, I mean, that's what makes it all possible, you know. It's such a fun, fun experience. So. Should I try to back in? Yeah, you got to back in here. You can do it, whatever you want. Alright. It so might do auto park. That'd be cool. Oh, you want to try it? No, no, no. Just go reverse. Oh. And then just start to back up. And then it'll it'll detect it if it... Uh, no. It doesn't always work. Um, I mean, when it pops up, it's super cool. But it doesn't always pop up is the thing. So... Okay, so does it give me a little warning to tell me when to stop? Oh yeah, you got plenty of room. <laughs> oh yeah, right there. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. Nice. And then push so, it in. Oh, push. It's gonna take me a while to get used to that. Yeah. So how long does it take to get used to the the screen being over here? Because uh, actually, I, I gotta say, I'm. It doesn't bother me that much. Yeah, really. that it's totally fine during the day. At night, uh, it's super weird. Okay. Because it's totally pitch black in front of you. Which to me reminds me of when, like, I don't know if your car probably has it, where you can adjust the interior lights. Uh -huh. Yeah, so it looks like those are all the way down. And you're like, ah, oh, what's happening? Oh. Okay. You know, it's yeah. like you, you feel like your car is off or something. But that's like a lifetime of ex expectation yeah. that there's a light there. Yeah. And then like like my not. son will never have that experience. That's crazy. You know, but me and you yeah. have this, like, sense of, like, why isn't there something illuminated behind my steering wheel? You know? <laughs> well, I keep seeing people that, like, get one of these and maybe after a few weeks or whatever they talk about they get into another car and it's just like what are all these knobs and yeah. gadgets for you yeah know? um i don't know maybe it's just because i've seen so many videos about it i keep hearing people talking about how spartan it is and yep. it is it definitely is it's very minimalist but like it's not overwhelmingly so it's not shockingly so it's right. just you know I, I do and you see i have a uh, yeah. a thing there to hold my phone when I'm using, when I'm navigating and stuff, that's I, I do use that. If I'm if I don't know where I'm going or like LA, mm -hmm. it's a great place to use it because there's so many different routes you can take and stuff. So I think it's important to have something because these, granted, it'll get better, but Waze is just amazing and how it alerts you about other things on the road yeah. and all that stuff. It's really hard to beat. So, yeah. So <laughs> I, I I do think that I don't know if I want to call it a design flaw, but something that 
um, I wish they would have had a solution for. Uh, not necessarily for the speed and those things, uh, more for, most of for the navigation. So if you if you navigate, um, look where the navigation is. It's on the far right. So that actually turn by turn wise, that becomes a, to me a, a serious distraction and a problem. Yeah. Well. But that could change, that's easy fix. And I know the people who have had a Model S that was like in front of them there. Correct, like this whole thing pops up immediately yeah. behind there, it's super awesome. It's just, for me it's like, I'm, I'm used to doing this with my phone. <laughs> right. And, and getting into Rex and it's like, to yeah. me that's 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 10 times better. Right, you know? no, it, th that's the thing, it's perspective, right? So yeah. coming from anybody, and this is my opinion, coming anybody coming from a Model S or Model X is gonna feel a little slightly disappointed like there are things missing right. because there are <laughs> <laughs> right. now if you're coming from a 13 year old volkswagen uh -huh. you're going to be floored with how amazing it is think, right so yeah. it's all about where you're coming from so i know that um this this is what made me think of it a minute ago when i was talking about that guy that had the tesla and i was mm -hmm. talking to who knew you um he said that he got his what's it called to, to set it up confirmation the referral code no 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 to invite the invite. Yeah, know, the configuration. Configuration. That, yeah. The configurator. Yeah. So he got his configurator, even though he's in Dallas. It was like the first person I had heard of that was outside of California or yeah. something. And, um, and I, you know, they, they started off by having current Tesla owners yep. and that kind of thing. And I think maybe that's why you're seeing so many people are like, oh, let down here. And, you right, know, it's, it's right. not that. But I really think that when people like me, who are not current Tesla owners, who are have been waiting a really long time for something like yep. this are, yep. are going to be the ones that are going to be the real evangelists that are like dude yeah <laughs> you know yeah. you have no idea how far ahead I, this is than what i'm used to i actually am wondering if this will be kind of a feeder into the more expensive teslas like you'll get this and maybe not you and your personality you know wanting to keep things for but like let's say a lot of people that every three to five years want a new mm -hmm. car they'll get this and then in three to five years, they're going to say, well, shit, I need a Model S or I need a Model X. Yeah. You know, I would not be surprised at all if this becomes kind of the lost leader where, you know, this is the taste they give you. It's the gateway. Yeah, Tesla. right, right. No, I mean, and that's how a lot of products work, right? Yeah. You get the cheap one at first and you realize how awesome it is. And now you want the more expensive, better one, right? So I'd say like I thought about if, if my patience just completely ran out <laughs> to, to, to get an old used model s just so that i could get like bumped up on the list or something like that i do know people that have done that like yeah. they bought a used model s and then two weeks later got their invite to configure you know yeah. kind of like hacking it but then they got now they have two teslas i mean i don't i have no problem with that you know yeah i have to say that I, I i like it i'm it has it has not scared me yeah I, like i said i was a little i was a little nervous like what if it doesn't live up but no i'm, I'm digging it I want it. I want it more now. This is—it's worse now. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm, 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 that's what I'm here for, Joe. Uh, so Ben has to get back to San Diego, and um, I just man, I appreciate you coming all the way out here. Absolutely, two man. Two-hour drive. No, anytime. Respect. Yeah. Uh, and and I like the car, and uh, and I love your channel, man. Keep keep doing what you're doing, and and everybody, it, if if for some reason you're not following Ben, do go <laughs> go check him out because uh, he he really, uh, like I said, he doesn't he doesn't just do the the stroking elon musk thing he you know you, you hold them you keep them honest as well you know i try i try to um if you look at the numbers that that's the most important thing right mm -hmm. that to me it's like cool let's hear what people have to say their opinions and their thoughts that's maybe interesting 
But really, what matters is the facts, yeah. and, and so that's what I what I that's what I try to base everything on. Well, know? for example, you're the only person I've seen that has taken this car and said, "Let's see if it really gets 310 miles an hour," <laughs> and he drove it until it completely was exhausted and he had to get towed. Yeah, <laughs> but but you planned it all out ahead yeah. of time. It was a great video, and it and it didn't quite get to 310, did it? No, no, it got 281. And the, the, the catch, the, the, the one glitch there, and this is, there's a couple things. One, I have, it's lowered and I have different wheels. So there's maybe some range difference yeah. there. Uh, and then the other one is that I stopped for lunch, which I consider a real world test. But sure. if you were just going nonstop, I may have gotten a bit further. Yeah. You know, cause I lost like 22 miles of range in stopping for lunch for like 30, 40 minutes. That to me was actually surprising. I, I was, I didn't expect to lose that much range in such a short amount of time. But to me, I still consider that real world, right. you know, versus that, like people that do a lab test or something. And it's like, great. Yeah. You, you, you drove downhill from Colorado to uh, Arizona <laughs> or around in a circle. For, yeah. It's, it's like, no, yeah. no, no. Like let's, let's take this thing on a road trip and just treat it how we normally would, you know? And, but, but you did it and you like, you like did the experiment and you showed the results and, and it actually, actually didn't do what Tesla said it would right. do and, and you put it out there and, and I think that's that's important it's important from both sides yeah and that's why I appreciate what you P do. people glommed onto that as like you know Tesla's lying or something and it's like no like no yeah. gas car gets it either <laughs> like you've just never sure. had the scrutiny to go do that in like a Honda Civic or something yeah. right it's one of those things where I looked at it as like hey if you're getting like close to 90% efficiency or close to the rated range you're doing pretty good, mm. you know? Um, but but yeah, it depends on your perspective. Some people saw it and were like, oh wow, good. Other people saw it and were like, oh, I knew it, they were lying, you know? And it's like, yeah, yeah like like let's focus on the numbers and, and you know, use that as the lead instead of our own biases. So. Yeah. Well, thanks again, dude. Yeah, cheers, man. Hey, thanks for listening to the Answers with Joe podcast. If you found this through the YouTube channel and you are not subscribed, on iTunes or Google Play, I encourage you to do so. I'm going to be coming back with interviews and repeats of old videos just like this all the time. And if you found this on the podcast player, then uh, know I have a YouTube channel on, uh, well, on YouTube. Just do a little search for Answers with Joe, and you'll find all kinds of fun science and comedy stuff to keep you entertained and thinking about cool stuff for the rest of the week. And you can find this in all my podcasts and all my videos at AnswersWithJoe.com. And if you enjoyed it, a nice review in the iTunes or Google Play Store goes a long way. And, of course, word of mouth means everything. So any, anything you can do to help get the word out, I really appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. I will catch you next time. Have a good one.